0: It is August 17th, 2021. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast, NXT on USA. The last live NXT for a while. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Alfred Kanoa and NYC Demon Diva, Issa. Here tonight to break it all down. Uh, when we speak again, you will both be back from Las Vegas. Or in yeah. Las Vegas.
1: In Las Vegas, right. <laughs>
0: there yeah. you go. Well, that'll be Sunday
2: for the Takeover Show. Um
0: Yes. So, still
2: be, yeah, I might be just getting back, but we'll see.
0: This was the go home show for N- for NXT. And for you, you are leaving home for our next show. <laughs> Funny how that works. <laughs> um, tonight's show was there. There were some enjoyable segments, some enjoyable moments. I don't like when they devote so much of it to a recap. Yeah. Right. Also, I'm just going to toss this out now before I forget it. Walter in a tracksuit looks menacing. Walter in athle- leisure wear. Not so much.
1: No, he is does a tracksuit kind of guy.
0: Does he look as menacing as Robert Stone did
2: in that tracksuit?
0: See, I think a tracksuit works for anyone, but I'm just saying, Walter in like the the athletic pants and a t shirt, he looks like you know he was just uh, bingeing Stranger yeah. Things, got off the couch, and uh, came to the ring. <laughs> he did. He did kind of look like a dad in the tracksuit. <laughs> Yeah, just tonight he looked a little less cool as a champion. I don't know. Anyhow, uh, we got a bunch of news to dive into before we talk about NXT. Alfred, what's the latest? What's going on?
2: Well, are you guys ready for Raw on the Roof? Because Ooh. WWE is reportedly considering uh, something of an offsite event for next year, inspired by what I thought was a fantastic game between my Yankees and the White Sox at the Field of Dreams. These were MLB's biggest ratings since 2005, when the Yankees should have won that game. Uh, you know, had a couple of chances late, but it's okay. They've been... Uh, Doing very well since the trade deadline. But uh, because of that game, Field of Dreams on location, kind of like a destination game, WWE's now got their minds working and uh, they are considering, among other things, Raw on the Roof according to WrestleVotes. Uh, What do you guys think about the potential of uh, something like that, like a rooftop show for WWE Raw, Issa?
1: I love the idea. I thought the feel well, I mean, that game had like sentimental meaning, right? Um, I feel like a random raw on a roof. <laughs> like it's gonna yeah. feel very random. Uh, but I mean I I Raw could use all the creativity and difference that it can take right now, so why not at this point?
0: But the roof. I mean, why not, you know, the Empire? beach or the mall of America or uh Yeah. Somewhere. You know, I think in roof-
2: a I mean, exactly. good, that's
0: a good idea too. No, uh, why not a parking lot somewhere? Give all the audience flashlights to hold, and you know, have like car lights light in the ring and everything, like a rumble. I don't know. I mean, but the, why? The, what are they? The Beatles? Like, why? Why on the roof? Why? <laughs> uh, because it's a I roof. Why was, not? You
1: can like throw somebody off of it. Well, we did that with Money
0: in the Bank, and I mean, I feel like thinking back to all the cinematic matches in that era uh, of the pandemic. I feel like. Money in the bank is the biggest miss of the, like, that could have been an all time great match. Yeah. And they just didn't go far enough with it. They made too much comedy. Like that could have been the coolest thing. I don't know, but raw on the roof. I mean, whatever.
2: I do think it's a good idea to add some sentimental value. But uh, having said that, didn't Raw's entrance, like for those old um, attitude era Raws? those were on a roof, weren't they? With the helicopters flying around and the guys mm. fighting on the roof. So if they do something to make it look like that, I think people would be into it
0: middle of times square that would be cool yeah there you go. right by the, the ticket all you have booth.
1: to do is go to times square and it looks like a monday night raw everything it's day. true
0: <laughs> it and no ring they're just bare yeah, knuckles street no. fighting <laughs> oh just on the, just literally
2: on the roof no ring or anything no crowd
0: <laughs> no. i mean come on you know i don't know i mean uh, it, it, why, am i missing some significance here maybe i'm naive or uninformed but why the roof and the roof of where
2: yeah, no, that's just, uh, they're doing, they want to do offsite events. So, no, I guess um, the inspiration is the Field of Dreams. So, I don't know how a roof connects to that exactly, but I guess it would just be the WWE equivalent to just going somewhere different. But I think Field of Dreams works so well because the visual does, like Issa said, give you that sentimental value. It's a very famous uh, baseball mm-hmm. movie. They even had Kev- Kevin Costner out there to, you know, uh, do the opening ceremony. So, if they could find something, and wrestling fans are very nostalgic. So, if they could find something or some location, you know, that like, we all like, have Rip, the opportunity.
1: Remember, yeah, I was gonna say Raw had the opportunity to do that with that Manhattan Center show that they yeah. did for Raw twenty five, and they completely botched it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they yeah, need true. to find a beloved place that is sentimental. Uh, maybe the alley where uh, Piper had his fight, and they live. We could have a I Raw know. from there. I think no, they should be.
1: do it from the warehouse, and then like they keep That'd finding cool. like nostalgic things, this, like the SmackDown fist and all the casket that they use for Undertaker. Like that, w- that would actually be fun.
0: And the warehouse is haunted. I'm just putting that out there. I think that would add get to the, the boogeyman in there.
2: Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, I mean, can we
1: me, I, I gotta tell you something funny? I'll tell you later. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, you can't tell on here? <laughs> no <laughs> okay. all right be funny
0: yeah. if they <laughs> just like sh- you know, if uh, uh they do it at the Hardy compound and Jeff's like, I called in a favor, you know. Maybe oh, get yeah. ask uh, Zach Ryder to use his pool. Like they did for uh, that promo with Mandy and Otis. I don't know. Something. Any? Yeah, uh, Mike D saying Piper versus Goldust. The backlot brawl. Yeah, that? that's there what I was go. thinking.
2: When you said The Alley, that's what I thought. That's where my mind oh,
0: I was thinking of They Live. Okay,
2: yeah. One of the greatest yeah. science
0: fiction thrillers ever made.
2: Really was. Very underrated.
0: Very underrated.
2: Uh, Well, WB Raw overachieved, actually, I believe, uh, last night for their rating. They are up 3.74% uh, to 1.857 million. Uh, so it's pretty good on the go home show for SummerSlam. They did advertise Goldberg. Uh, they had Orton and Riddle all over the show. Uh, what did you guys think of Raw starting with you? Did you see Raw last night, Glenn? It was a very long show.
0: No, I did not watch Monday Night Raw. And I feel a- the better for it.
1: Yeah, I don't think you missed Monday. <laughs> No, I, I was, I was going to say, who stayed? Like, if you look by the third hour, it dropped a little bit. So you can't, yeah. you can't really say that Goldberg was the draw because nobody that started watching is stuck around to wait for Goldberg, right? I mean, good for them. I think, I think the big shows always draw a little bit of curiosity and they've been advertising the crap out of SummerSlam. But, I mean, if that's what you're going to use to get people to watch SummerSlam, that was a horrible go-home show.
0: Hold on a second. I've solved this offside problem. Similar to the Backlot backlight Brawl, and thank you, uh, chatroom, for inspiring me. We're all live from Universal Studios, and we have a match, like in Harry Potter world. We have one, there like uh, in the, the earthquake uh, area. We have one in the Jaws, in the Jaws water. And I want to see, like, Drew McIntyre punch out a shark. No, with or- the sword. Yes, with the sword, oh, you'll
1: yeah, gut the shark yeah. a
0: match at the Psycho House, the King Kong encounter like Universal Studios, Universal Raw. Book it, Vince. This is money you'll make, you'll make Universal exceptionally happy.
2: I mean, that'd be a great way to get to Drew McIntyre, or Brock Lesnar because Brock Lesnar famously f5 the shark. And if Drew McIntyre can kill one with his sword, then maybe Brock Lesnar will feel like he's being upstaged.
0: I think we've solved it. Universal Studios and the Hollywood one, not the Florida one. I know the Florida one's easier, but the Hollywood one has better locations.
2: That's the the OG location.
0: And then finally, some uh, uh,
2: later news for NXT that I don't think is good news at all for them. According to Brian Alvarez of uh, Wrestling Observer Live, uh, he did note on Twitter that NXT is planning uh, beginning uh, August 23rd, August 24th. They are going to tape shows where they're going to be taping two shows uh, a week. And uh, reportedly – Uh, The TV partners are not very happy about that. Tape shows tend to do less than live shows. I really don't think that mainstream audiences can tell the difference, but the worry there is that spoilers would get out and uh, potentially Hmm. people would know what would happen, and that's never good for the ratings. So a taped NXT show, and it's just another kind of hint of this show kind of being gutted, kind of being uh, changed in a different direction. Do you think this is going to hurt NXT long-term, Issa, in terms of being taped?
1: I thought I read somewhere today that they will be going back to live in um, September, but I have to double check that. Don't quote me on it, right? It's just like reading. I don't think it's a long-term thing. I do think it will hurt the ratings and they're already doing poorly. I think NXT is hard to get through when when you already kind of know what's going to happen. But like you said, casual viewers can't really tell the difference, but they're not really drawing a lot of casual viewers right now. So, you know, the few people that are watching are your hardcores. And if they find out what's going to happen on the show on Twitter, they're not going to tune in.
0: Well, here's the thing, one, given the situation in the world right now, they're not touring, so let's let's maximize the minutes, the manpower, the women power, and let's just knock these out. two, it allows them more time to do vignettes and more elaborate storyline stuff. I mean, the wrestling is a small part of what makes nXT great. They can put more production value and plan out some longer term stories, and uh, I think you know this is probably a combination of that. I wanted to maximize uh, some budget. Not worry uh, about the risk of Delta uh, in case – because, I mean, we're still hearing rumors WWE touring might be impacted by this. So I don't know. I think it's a temporary thing for NXT. This actually doesn't scare me as much. I can see you NXT being – or USA being less thrilled about this. But, you know, NXT was at its best when it was pre-taped.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think a lot of that was because it was an hour long. And I think that hour long show that they and also because they had to pre-tape it, especially a lot of episodes at a time, they had to kind of have their storylines in line that we're going to do this, this, this and this. And they had it in a can and they couldn't just kind of change directions like we've seen them do when it's live.
0: Although I'll tell you, man, uh, I talked about being at that NXT taping at Access back in Dallas. And they taped like material for 10 episodes there. We saw the matches, the storylines when you saw them on TV were like entirely different. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Like, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I remember uh, Enzo and Cass versus American Alpha. Like there was no yeah. pretext at all, but then they had this whole backstage thing about they were going to figure out who's the better team. Like, so when it aired, it actually made a ton of sense just watching it live. It was like, I'm just here to watch great wrestling. Right.
3: Right.
0: You know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think there's a lot they can, uh, they could do with that. I'm not too worried about it. It's, you know, talk to me in October and let's see where NXT is. Then we'll know yeah, that'll be, be very waiting.
2: interesting to see later on this fall how NXT falls into things.
0: Yeah. I don't know that tonight's yeah. going to pop a huge number. I felt like they really phoned it in tonight. Me too. Me three. <laughs> Which is a shame because you got a hot takeover coming up this weekend. Um, you know... Uh, I think it should be
1: a hot takeover.
2: I think on paper it's like they have the talent to be a hot takeover, but you know, to your point, they did kind of phone it in. Not only tonight, but I think the build to this could have been done so much better. And there were a couple of things out of their control. But I really think that when I looked at this on paper a few weeks ago, I was raving about how good this card is going to be, and I still yeah. don't think it's going to be good. But in terms of getting invested in these storylines, I think there were some missed opportunities.
0: Um, and it's tough because this weekend, let me remind everyone, NXT is going last. Friday, yeah. we're going to have yeah. what could be the hottest night for wrestling in quite some time with AEW. And the 85 Bears are going to show up and the crowd's going to go wild. <laughs> Love the 85 Bears in Chicago. They're going to get fridge back and they're going to do the Super Bowl shuffle in its entirety. Um, we got SummerSlam on Saturday. And then there's Takeover on Sunday. Like, wrestling fans are going to be in a refractory period. Like,
3: yeah, it's going to be, be very, very
0: though. tough. I mean, I'm, and I got to say this this yes. index storyline I'm very invested in. Um, I thought Hit Row and uh, Lagarde del Fantasma. I thought that's uh, that storyline. is picking up steam. I mean, Dragonoff versus Walter is going to be a great match. I, f- I mean, I get what they're doing, but it hasn't quite crested for me. I don't get what they're doing. Uh, I mean, I get what they're doing. This is these guys had a legendary match. Dragonoff tonight. I mean, at the expense of Diamond Mine. Dragonoff got. His uh his mojo back after his loss yeah, last after week. he lost
1: last week. They killed they killed the momentum on that match. I also feel like because of what Karian Cross is doing on Raw, they killed the momentum on the Samoa Joe match. And that really upsets me, <laughs> to be honest. Like we should be more hyped for that. And we're not.
0: So yeah, I'm looking at this. Okay, so this this is your refractory period for Sunday. Volta versus Dragonoff, Cross versus Samoa Joe, Raquel Gonzalez versus Dakota Kai, Ellie Knight versus Cameron Grimes. And kyle o'reilly versus adam cole
1: we i, mean, I want to be those that we sing seen twice already yeah. Yeah. this is a three time for for grimes and la knight and o'reilly and cole maybe that's why this is to me outside of samoa joe wrestling i don't i don't know that this is their strongest card that they put on
0: yeah yeah now that i'm looking at this like okay it's gonna be great wrestling i don't know and these yeah. are like all championship matches. Well, except for Cole versus O'Reilly. These are all championship matches.
2: That's different. The concern is the wrestling with NXT, but the, you know, the, yeah. what they could have done in terms of, and I think it was right there. I think it's just kind of their own fault in terms of how they could have Presented these, and it was very simple. You don't have your big killer lose who's going to be headlining the show, and you don't mm-hmm. have the guy who nobody's heard of in Dragonoff. With all due respect to him, I, I mean, I watch NXT UK from here time to time, and I'm familiar with the history he has with Walter. But I don't think that they capitalized on the fact that they had this all time match, and they really should have focused on these two guys are going to have this rematch for you on NXT Takeover. But instead, I don't think they presented Dragonoff as anything near a threat to Walter.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm looking at this for Sunday. Uh, like, I'm kind of regretting that I have to do the podcast on Sunday. Right. <laughs> no, you're screwed. <split.
1: laughs> you better not
0: email us. Five minutes from show. Yeah, like, I got packing to do for the move. I got, I got things, you know. Like I said, Imagine. you know, so-
1: and then me and Alfred are going to be like, our oh, traveling got delayed, and then Ryan yeah. is going to kill us all. <laughs> I'm just saying,
0: times when I think I'd rather do the chores I've been putting off for months then uh, I mean, it just doesn't seem essential. Like, okay. I know Volta versus dragon off is going to be a great match. Uh, Cross versus Joe should be brutal. And I think think it's like, that's, it's almost too much. There's almost gonna be like too much. Like LA Knight versus Cameron Grimes is going to be the only entertainment, like pure entertainment, like joy entertainment match with like comedy. Everything else is just going to be two really tough people beating the shit out of each other. And that actually sounds tedious to watch. It's a good first uh, sustained amount of time. The
2: two out of three falls match is going to be one of them, and it's going to be three falls of that. I don't want one of those falls is like 10 seconds, or they do something to where I don't want that match going any. I, I can take 15 minutes of Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. That, yeah, that, so that, that's it. That's all, it all I have
0: time for. So this you,
1: is really. Right, right. It's, it's, it's right. going to be like an hour.
0: Yeah, this is a seven match card in essence. Yeah. Three of the matches are the same guy, same, same two guys, mm-hmm. um, which is unfortunate. And I, But maybe we'll see something with index. Maybe a bridal shower with index.
3: Yeah, that'll be fun.
0: <laughs> These NXT ratings
2: are kind of probably going to be up and down where the tape shows. I think a wedding is going to really help them. Wrestling
0: weddings always do well, ratings-wise. I'm surprised they're not yeah. trying to hot shot it for for Sunday, having them get married <laughs> on the air. Yeah even tonight that felt a little soon right they just had their first official date yeah <laughs> that might have been a reaction to that you know if you believe the whole that the thing about the tv partner is
2: getting a little antsy about them being taped that might have been the reaction like okay we're gonna give you guys a wedding though it's gonna be good
1: <laughs> <sighs> yeah it went from first date to engagement but it's yeah. index what else did you expect this girl waited long enough she's just trying to lock him in and it
2: does kind of make sense because she's rebelling against her family and they keep telling her how she shouldn't date this guy. And usually when you're, you know, when young women are rebelling and they meet a guy they like, the more you tell them not to date the guy, then they're going to get more involved and get married at a young age. So this really does make sense mm-hmm. from that parenting aspect of it.
0: God. <sighs> when I was a young man, that was my dream. My dream was to like date a wealthy girl and her parents disapproved of me. And I wanted them to write me a check to go away. I just, <laughs> I was like, this is a life goal that I have. Wow. It wouldn't oh. have been like in Cocktail with Tom Cruise tearing up the check. You know, put enough zeros on there and it'd be like, I think I can find. I'll learn to love again.
2: Shoot for the stars. Oh I like that goal. Uh,
0: Terry Allen Jr. 254 saying, one feature you three hope changes within WWE 2K22. I'll go first and say I hope it's a playable game.
2: Yeah, no glitches. I like the creator ah. arena. It's really, it's a really good feature there, creator and arena. You can do all kinds of stuff
1: with that. I hope there's like some kind of like play mode where you can release people and give them 90, 60, or thirty days non-compete clause.
3: WPM,
2: it's like every week you're like, under budget. You need to release these people. <laughs> 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 That's
0: the <best>. Yep. <laughs> um, actually, I'd like to see the cinematic matches <laughs> make it the way they game. I'd like to see the boneyard oh, match, like and money in the bank on the uh, on the, on yeah. uh, Titan Tower. That would be pretty sweet.
2: They should have a counter programming mode where you choose what uh, to put on when AEW's on Wednesday nights and Friday nights. Thank oh
1: God. <laughs>
0: uh, McIntyre Nyquil Brett Murphy two dollars saying the chat name is for you Isa lol index equals gold. Index was the best thing tonight. Uh, I, okay, so you know what, you know what was good tonight. Uh, that parking lot brawl tonight was pretty yeah. pretty sweet. But we open with Roderick Strong versus uh, Ilya Dragunov tonight. And uh, this diamond mine thing. You how do you think diamond mine's going? Mm.
1: I mean, the hoodies are solid. <laughs> I think the hoodies are look, they look sharp. Um, <laughs> outside of that, this is a mess. This is, this is bad. The, ever since their debut, I'm telling you, this like, this was just doomed from the beginning. And then they released half of the stable. You know, it's just, I don't know. And you can't reset it. You just started with it, but. I' I'm, I'm not I'm not into it at all. The match was great. I thought there was a good match and, and it was the right winner to, given the fact that this guy's gonna face Walter, but he lost last week. So it was just like oh, so now you want to make up for it. Almost like the Karrion cross choke yeah. out Jeff Harding like 10 seconds in a row. I'm like that's how he should have debuted. It. This is what they should have done with on last week, not this week.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's like this hazing culture where it's like they've got to prove that, you know, before you win an NXT, you got to do this. And the storyline should have taken precedent toward that. Uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. now that he had lost and you've already seen that and you really don't believe that he can beat Walter, it's like, yeah, fine, you beat Roderick Strong. And also it's weird because this is the second week in a row where an NXT opening match was supposed to be one thing. And then one one of the people was medically unable to be cleared it yeah. with Ember Moon it last him. week, it happened with mm-hmm. um, Kushida this week. And so this was just like a thrown together match that... I mean, even with the storyline, with all due respect to these guys, this isn't really much of. I don't think they would have the personalities to to make something super entertaining outside of the wrestling. So now you got this random nice. pairing of guys wrestling each other, and I I couldn't care less. Yeah,
0: it was cool when he was bleeding though. Crimson Mask was pretty dope tonight.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he yeah. did. Uh, Dragonov is great. He looks like a legitimately tough guy. I like seeing him in there. I, I just wish they would get behind the guy, like when he's bleeding and. He does have a tough guy look to him, and he's he he's very believable in there.
0: Well, and he was not wearing athleisure to the ring yeah. tonight.
2: I think that's <laughs> no track right. pants.
0: Yes. Uh Steve Marcucili, Buck 99, first to get a WrestleMania main event match, crosser priest.
2: Well, I mean, maybe priest. They're they're protecting yeah, yeah. priest. I, I will say that. Of, of all the young up-and-comer or the the new people. They've done a good job, you know, aside that underwear loss that he took from The Miz, he, he did a tone from that by beating The Miz's tree clothes last night. So I would say, by default, um, Damian Priest. Yeah,
1: yeah, especially if Bad Bunny wants to wrestle again. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, they already worked together, but why wouldn't you put Bad Bunny in the main event? I think Priest has a better shot. Right, as of right now, we'll see. That's
0: a good point. I was uh, making the point over the weekend watching the behind the music on Huey Lewis and, uh, you know, Ricky Martin gets bad bunny and LL cool J gets Eminem and uh, Huey Lewis gets Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It's their talk up. You man. I love Huey Lewis.
2: Didn't they have a Huey Lewis um, behind the music original and then it's original for Yeah. So
0: that's what these are. They go through and they like look back on the past ones and then they add new stuff. Uh. Okay, Talk okay, about, it. Okay. and he got in trouble in the original one because he talked about suing Ray Parker Jr. for Ghostbusters. Yes, I and Selling that. out of court, and part of the settlement was he was not allowed to discuss it, but he did. Yeah. So okay, Ray Parker I didn't got. Know
2: that's what they were. I thought they were completely new. I didn't, I haven't seen any of them yet. I didn't. I didn't
0: okay. Yeah, they're good. They're yeah, very entertaining. Good. Um. So Dragon off one bloodied man. It's it's like like think about the endurance Sunday of these matches just. What what do you think, aside from Grimes and LA Knight, what do you think the shortest match is Sunday night? That's a good question. I'm going to have to look at the card.
1: Dakota and Raquel.
0: Which is a
2: shame. Yeah, that's actually a good know. pick. Yeah, I think I would say that too.
0: I'm, but I'm going to say Raquel. after that, Cross versus Joe is going to be the shortest.
2: Yeah, that could be much like uh, Brock versus Goldberg at WrestleMania thirty three, I believe. Where it was a great match, five It it's like yeah. five minutes of just high octane, and I loved it. That's exactly that's what, what made it great. And Joe should be, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's what it should be. Just like how they tore down that plexiglass, they should just tear yeah. down that entire arena.
0: Lengthy prime target preview for Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole. Why did they think this was? worth, I mean, like, this was the second thing on the show, man, like, I just tuned in, I just watched a match, now it's just, could you imagine if you tuned in to, to, like, Better Call Saul one week, and then for 20 minutes of the episode, they're just like, here's a recap of everything that happened, now enjoy your 40 minutes of new material, like, people would lose their shit.
2: (laughs) And I saw uh, quite a few of the same clips that they've been using in previous packages, it's almost like, they just clipped where it said, NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver, and then reinserted NXT TakeOver 36. Uh, because it's like, you know, we've heard,
0: we've seen, we this get story. it, they have history, yeah. we get it,
1: yeah. But I, I, I like the jacket that Adam Cole was wearing on his backstage <laughs> interview, I, I just have to add that. <laughs> and, um, Adam Cole can definitely cut a promo, but it just every time that Kyle O'Reilly talks, man, I just can't get behind him it's just like yeah you're gonna get your ass. like it doesn't even matter who he's wrestling as soon as he talks i feel like yeah you're gonna get your ass whooped like it doesn't matter what he's saying or who he's going against i don't know what it is about him that doesn't click with me at least personally
0: so last week uh swerve scott had um Santos uh, his grill stolen by santos escobar put his hand in swerve's mouth pulled his grill out uh hero looking like a million bucks in the ring and Escobar uh, responds. He's in the parking lot. Uh, man, like I wish this match was Sunday night. But I almost would like to see them get a full parking lot brawl. Like this was this was really really good. The way they shot this fight.
2: Yeah, they even paid homage to the NWO when they long darted yeah. Rey Mysterio into that truck. They did. They had that. Uh, I, I thought it was funny that. Uh, he, Swerve Scott was interrupted just as he was going to explain to this NXT crowd what on-site yes! means. Yes! Yes! Mm-hmm. <laughs> he I'm, said it and he could tell they were confused. He was like, oh, for those of you who don't know, on-site. And I was like, oh, he's going to actually explain to them what on-site I know. He didn't get to.
0: <laughs> Alfred, yeah. do you want to fill people in for what on-site means? <laughs> well, he was just saying that he's going to pull up like the, the
2: the feud had gotten to the point where he wants to just, the next time I see you, I'm going to mess you up you know, to be TVPG. And that's it's, it's what he's going to explain to the crowd, but he was not able to do that.
0: Yes.
1: You want to Uh, pull
2: up on these gentlemen.
0: This was
1: great. He's going to pull up. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
0: This was fantastic. I
1: I decided next time I want to fight someone, I'm going to challenge them at the NXT parking lot. That has to be (laughs) the most dangerous place in all of Florida. Like, it always goes down there. And in addition to that, I will say that I feel like that parking lot brawl saved this a little bit because it was getting a little bit comedic right like with the yes. whole grill thing and, and like and i get it don't steal a man's grill but it, it was just like these two teams <laughs> are supposed to be so serious and then this is what they're it felt very uh, it felt very Drew McIntyre with the sword, right when he oh. pulled up in the screen with the, holding the grill. I'm like, no, please don't. But then the parking lot um, brawl saved it. And then after that, I l- got lost in a rabbit hole trying to figure out what happened to Paul Wall because I started singing grills <laughs> in my head. And I <laughs> what did happen to off. Paul Wall? What what was to the audience. That? that was like one of my favorite eras of, of hip hop is Houston yeah. hip hop in
2: 2005 to like 2007, where it was Paul Wall, Mike yeah. Jones, Slim Thug, Chamillionaire. Oh
1: my Rats god, up, so, up, so like. Yo, yeah. yes.
2: <laughs> I love Houston hip hop To this day
1: No, Polo wasn't even gonna Song with Daddy Yankee Like, this guy was everywhere was You could not escape him but So I'm like, what is how he, how he up to he now? To- I just saw he was trending
2: It wasn't too long ago That him and like Mike Jones And all those Houston guys Were trending on Twitter Because somebody was like Singing word for word the songs
1: yeah uh, it was like something i thought it was something that happened on tiktok or they like you know how people have been reviving things on tiktok so it was like some of their songs that were brought up again which as they should be Wall
2: had like a grill company i think he's still doing pretty well for himself he made a lot of money uh, selling grills
1: yeah he had drive slow with yeah i love that song (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i'm 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 telling you that that's where my brain went at that time i'm like what happened to paul (laughs) (laughs) wall
0: I'm looking at his Wikipedia page. He's still been working. So, really, the fans, society, you failed Paul Wall. He didn't fail yeah, you. You turned your back on him. He didn't turn his back on the game.
2: He also did a song with I'm going
1: to follow him on Instagram now just because I feel you bad. Too. Everybody
2: follow Paul Wall on Instagram and Mike Jones. Go
1: follow Paul Wall. He has a million followers. He needs more.
0: And follow the entire cast of The Band because uh, we need to show them love and remind them.
2: D A B A N D. That was. <laughs>
0: Freddie P, man. Chopper
2: and Fred. Remember Fred? He sucked his thumb. He was like a grown man who sucked his thumb.
0: Fred's Flow, yeah. like. Fred's Flow has aged so well when you listen to those songs now. Like, he is by far. Well, after Dylan, Freddie P is by far the most talented member of the band. <laughs> oh followed by Bass.
2: Yeah, I love Fred. <laughs> well, no, no, Ness, Ness got busy. He's still yeah, Ness, Ness Battle good. Raps to this day. He's, he's really good.
0: Yeah, Chopper, though.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's kind of the southern type of. He was all right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah, could talk about this all night, but instead, let's talk about million dollar champion LA Night at the gym with his butler, Cameron Grimes. Ted DiBiase is there. Cameron Grimes is going against Josh Briggs tonight. Do you ever confuse people's names? Like, I can't tell you who Sean Colvin is is versus Paula Cole. They're just the same person in my mind. I know one does the Dawson's Creek song and one has the Cowboys song or something, or maybe that's both one of them, I don't know. But every time I see Josh Briggs, I think the Yeti? No, that was Josh Burdell who won Tough Enough, not Josh Briggs.
2: <laughs> no, I'm gonna be confused now that you put that in my mind. Yes, every
0: time, every time. I think the Yeti, he's still there? No, no. different guy. <laughs> Uh, he never recovered from that social jobbers comment. Uh, Cameron. So they uh, LA Knight paid Josh Briggs $10,000, uh, to beat Cameron Grimes. Ted DiBiase said it's double or nothing. Cameron Grimes won pretty easily. Uh, so now LA Knight owes Ted 20 grand. And then after we got a little pep talk tonight. Ted really, uh, you know, giving Grimes a pep talk ahead of his match. Grimes is winning. I would like to see because if if uh, Grimes loses, Ted has to be L.A. Knight's bellar. I'd kind of like to see Grimes screw over Ted DiBiase by losing on purpose, and then he teams up with L.A. Knight as a tag team, and they just make like Ted their lackey. Probably won't happen. Yeah. yeah mean. Be
1: that mean. <laughs> wow, Glenn, you evil.
0: Yeah. that would be a great story.
1: No, he can't even remember his promos. He really thinks he's gonna be able to call like segments like that. No, yeah. <laughs>
0: Plus, <this is> that.
2: <laughs> that's a good point. And this would be a feel good <laughs> moment. Like I think the the, the people want to see Cameron Grimes finally get that belt, and they just get off the beaten path. I think. If they did become a team, it should be as a baby face. And what's weird is that mm-hmm. is the stipulation that um, now LA Knight does not have to become Cameron Grimes' butler if he loses, does he? That's not part no, of it. no, it's just title. See, I think they should have done that to where then LA Knight has to humble himself, and then eventually he'll just become like a sympathetic figure, and they could become a tag team that way. But I really do want to see these two as a tag team, because that month of vignettes that they did together, they have very good chemistry together.
1: Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see Cameron Grimes finally get his moment, his feel-good moment. Like Alfred said, I feel like we've been waiting for so long. I didn't need to see a third version of this match, but if I'm going to see it, hopefully it's with that big moment at the end. I'm excited for it. Yeah. I thought the pep talk was cute, and we finally heard him say, to the moon again, which he felt like it's been forever since he said that. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, so backstage, we had Indy Hartwell talking to Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae about her date with Dexter, and there was Antandra. Yes, it was. Um, For those thinking this is leading to a mixed tag feud between Index and uh, Lorraine Gargano, that is not happening anymore. No. Uh, Yeah, I guess that was announced, what, like last Thursday, Wednesday? It was right after we did the podcast. Uh, They're expecting? Yeah.
1: Yeah, Um, they have a baby on the way. No pun intended. Well, there you go. uh so we ended
0: up having jesse kamea and robert stone versus extra loomis and indy hartwell the night and uh indy and dexter of course won this was a very fun match but the headline was after after the kisses um yeah like he had a ring she proposed she proposed he said yes um but alfred you first what'd you think about this match I thought this was a lot of fun. It's funny because we were, we were
2: talking about Beth Phoenix last week and how she was just kind of missing the oh, storyline. And they thank just God God, right back in the tonight. center of the storyline. And she was she the was one who gave Indy that, like, eyeball ring. And Indy now is, like, solemn just like Dexter. So they, they both kind of act that same weird way. And I think this is fun. I thought this was very zany. I thought Robert Stone was very funny in this match. He, he did have Oh, my any, God, uh, yes. <laughs> Between that – he's very good at comedy. Between that tracksuit that he had and he was, like, kind of dressed like an MMA fighter and uh, how he was running away. And I just kind of thought of that for the first time um, when uh, – if she was of Valkyrie, she's now – Uh, Frankie Monet, but when she was tired of she was kind of doing the same type of gimmick with the guy Johnny Bravo and Impact, and it was very funny, and I think uh, Robert Stone is actually a better version of Johnny Bravo, and I think they're doing a good job with that. Now, now I would like to see her do better things, but she's very good at this kind of comedy where she's uh, with this comedic figure, um, but I, I thought it was very funny.
1: Yeah, I um, I want to go back to the beginning just real quick yeah, because I have to say I laughed so hard when Indy was telling Johnny and Candace what her and Dexter have been up to. And they were like, no, that's stupid. That's stupid. And then she oh, said yeah. he took me in a hot air balloon and Johnny was like, OK, that's pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> that is literally, it, it felt very parent, you know, conversation. Um, I really, really am liking it. I don't know. Johnny Gargano is just hilarious. Every time I feel like I don't want to like him anymore, he'll pull out a line like that that you can't can't help but to laugh um yeah i'm with you in the um frankie monet love her i think she's great but i would like to see her just doing so much more than this. Yeah. Um, but the match was a lot of fun. I love seeing Bet Phoenix being the one giving um, into the ring and the pep talk and the go do it. And then I don't know if you guys heard, but I think um, somebody said in commentary was like, "But they just had their first date. And she was like, <laughs> look it up. <laughs> <laughs> like She was defending love. It was awesome. I love a good wrestling wedding. I'm not going to lie. I'm excited for this.
0: Um, But let me just state this. Frankie Monet should not be this upstaged and overshadowed in anything. Yeah. She was yeah, like
2: she was like a manager on this, not even on so the opposing weird. losing team, which well, I'm glad she didn't have to take a loss or anything, but she was just literally in the background, and then she was thrown out of the ring.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Worried. Worried about this. Maybe she's on her way to the main roster. Probably not. But maybe. Like I know. Oh, they the seed, could use
1: bro. her. They could yeah. use her desperately. Yeah.
0: Should be good uh king rail five dollars saying good evening are you guys meeting up in vegas this weekend if so shots on me also ness and choppa are the top hey. two of the That's band the magic words king rail this... right
1: there right out there no, you know the... <laughs> i think dylan <laughs> dylan is, the top, uh, no, Dylon <laughs> is <laughs> a top five dylan is a top five Dylon, yeah. Dylon,
0: Dylon. those are the top
3: five
0: that <laughs> <laughs> uh... was actually
2: pretty talented i, I liked him
0: it was. I guess he's kind of gotten his shit together since then. He's kind of humbled himself. Oh, really? I, yeah.
2: I haven't heard or seen. I don't know. He way. had that
0: photo with Chappelle from just like a year or two ago. Oh, I like, did see
2: that. Yeah. yeah
0: <laughs> he's ripe right for a comeback. I just watched that So sketch probably every three or four months. I just watched. Oh,
2: yeah, that's a great one. That, so the good. Mad Real World is one of my favorites. Yes.
0: Uh, but are you guys uh, meeting up with the fans
2: in Vegas? Oh, well, I don't know with the fans, but we should meet up. We should, you know, at least for a podcast or something like that.
1: Yeah. Friday Night Smackdown. Smackdown. Friday Night Smackdown and Rampage. Yeah. yeah.
2: Rampage too for CM Punk.
1: Oh, that'll be great. CM Punk or Braun Strowman. You never know who's going to show up. Oh, yeah.
0: So uh, I guess then they're dodging the subject. So if see Alfred and Issa walking around, just shout out Wrestling Inc. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shout out the brand, everybody. I had my experience at uh, WWE Evolution where I like said to my wife, I was kind of like, you know, you know, just so you know, we're here, we're doing this. But if, if anybody recognizes me, you know, I'm just gonna take a moment and talk and out there. And she was like, Who's gonna recognize it? What's gonna happen? Second we got in there, somebody pulled me aside, wanted a photo with me, talked about how much they love the podcast.
3: That's
0: great. So our fans are the best.
2: That's good. Shout out to you guys. They are.
0: Absolutely. Um, so They're engaged. Index. Yeah. Where do they go from here?
1: They get married.
2: (laughs) That's the plan. Obviously, it's not going to work. What's going to screw this wedding up? I keep, I'm trying to think of what are they, I mean, you know what? I think Austin Theory comes back somehow and he screws it up.
1: No, Poppy. Remember how she got Mm -hmm. jealous of that pop artist? You can see that. I think yeah.
0: Dexter needs to move move in with Indy and live under the, the roof of uh, Gargano and Candace. And then we need some classic sitcom plots like the Brady Brides, like maybe they, they divide the house in half, put tape down the middle. They're like, This side is yours, this <laughs> oh, side's you mine, go.
1: you know. Can we just make it somehow to where Candace uh Larray water break? she's alone with Dexter and he doesn't know what to do, and he just stares at her as she's going into labor? Oh, he, so he should do do over the baby. <laughs> Yep. He delivers the baby. He
0: delivers the baby. And that's Come how on.
1: he wins them over. I don't know if yes. I to that.
0: This is long term <laughs> storytelling. We can get like a year, year and a half out of this.
2: You know, they yeah. missed the golden opportunity. She should have put the ring on his hand while he sat the glove on. That would have been way funnier. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. Uh, Garrus uh, Plowman asked him a favorite match for Evolution Becky versus Charlotte. I mean, the, oh. the Battle Royal was great, but Becky versus Charlotte, like, easily.
1: Like, it was really good.
0: Excellent. One of the best matches I've ever seen
1: life. Should have main evented.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: That's right. It didn't. I always think it did in my mind, but it didn't. It was the uh, Nikki Bella and Ronda Rousey did.
1: No I get why those two main oh, evented too, because if you walked around Evolution and Glenn can probably back me up on this, the Mel, the Bella merchandise Everywhere. was incredible. Yeah. I was like, and they were having like meetups, like her group of fans. You would see a bunch of them in, in every corner. So I get it. I uh, said, but yeah. match Bella quality Arnie. wise becky and charlotte killed it that night
0: yeah but remember this was before i mean this was before becky had the invasion moment with raw and you know this was yeah, i think right before like the a man month
1: before persona. yeah yeah it was october and then it was in november when that happened but yeah. she was in the process of becoming you know yeah the, mayor. There
2: was, yeah, the becky train yeah. was on its way
0: remember, mm-hmm. i was sitting behind like a row of like bella's cosplayers basically. Oh, wow. With, like, just fully decked out in all the merch. I mean, it was insane.
1: Yeah, there was a lot of Bella fans there. A lot.
0: Lots. Um, So, we got a remote interview Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez to discuss their NXT TakeOver 36 match for the NXT Women's Championship. How are you feeling about the feud? He says, "This this feels kind of abbreviated.
1: It feels rushed. And we went from the attack to what, a video package and then a little bit of an attack and then this. Um, I mean, I don't I don't know, because I really, really would like to see Dakota Kai as NXT Women's Champion. And I don't know what else is left for Raquel to do. But at the same time, I feel like to really solidify Raquel, she needs to get this win. So I'm very 50 50. I just feel like it feels very rushed, like it went from zero to we're going to fight for the title in two weeks.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, well, I don't think it was – I think that this was planned uh, appropriately. I don't like how they've done it the past couple of weeks, especially tonight. I didn't like that – this segment came off as like they did it in two separate recordings and then they played them together mm-hmm. and tried to sync that's them That's what off. it was because he felt I mean? off. Yeah. yeah did not feel like they were interacting with one another. I didn't – something was very off about this. I did like that Raquel brought up the fact that she turned on Tegan Knox because I did forget about that, but that's very good NXT canon that she turns on her best friend. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't think I think this has been a very good storyline in terms of them kind of planting the seeds for them to turn. But I don't think this go home in terms of these last couple of weeks, they should have done more in the ring or out in front of the crowd um, before they really got you excited for this match. I mean,
0: honestly, it doesn't even feel like these shows are open to the public. Like, does the energy level feel that much higher than it was when it was just performance center? No, it's it's the last
2: thing I watch and still feel like I'm in the pandemic era when I'm watching wrestling. There's nothing else. Everything else, it just seems higher, even raw
1: yes it feels completely different than when you're watching aw or smackdown or raw there's just something off about nxt altogether at the same time like going back to the build-up to this match i think it's the one that i'm the most intrigued about going yeah. into takeover because the other ones have a little bit of a like we mentioned at the beginning momentum was killed or we've seen it so many times where i feel like raquel and dakota is is the fresh match going into this. Yeah. Um, you know, and of course, I'm watching don't cross, but you know how I feel because of Carrion cross booking. Nothing, you know, nothing that to their fault. I think they killed that tonight, but.
0: Well, Carmelo Hayes defeated Duke Hudson and we're going to have Carmelo versus Odyssey Jones next yeah. week. See, I wish this was on takeover even like. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised. It's not, is it not? This is a, should, it should be. They've timed I thought it, it was going to be
1: in takeover. I thought, I thought they takeover.
0: said next week. Oh, okay, well, I mean, I could see that, but it's not on, on Wikipedia, so you know, somebody, somebody update that.
1: I just want to point out that I called Carmelo Hayes winning. You last week to you guys. Oh yeah, you Thank absolutely. You did.
0: I, I was very surprised,
2: pleasantly surprised. I mm-hmm. thought it was going to be the two giants, and you know, for all the talk about these big guys overrunning NXT, we saw Cameron Grimes be a big guy, we saw Carmelo Hayes be a big guy, and I'm very excited for Odyssey Jones versus Carmelo Hayes. But
1: um, you gotta remember, it's the height, but also the age. So if they're six feet tall, but over 30, then does that mean they don't go over? You know what I mean? Like we have to. Right.
2: I'm just talking about, I mean, a lot of fans, I, I, I saw a lot of paranoia. <laughs> oh, I know what you
1: mean. <laughs> <laughs> it took you a second. <laughs> it took you a second. <laughs> my, my connection's not the latest.
0: I liked uh, Carmelo Hayes' promo after about that. He's the final boss. But then you look at Aussie Jones, and it's like, no, Aussie Jones is the final boss. Yeah, he
2: walks out it's like. No. <laughs> Has anybody taken a fi- that nickname? That's a good name, the final boss
1: for a wrestling name. I feel there like is, somebody there is was final using Final boss, the- developmental yeah. school. Neither one of them is the final boss. <laughs> school, but,
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> didn't somebody? Didn't somebody on AEW? Somebody used something like that recently? Maybe the yeah, chat. I want to say they come. might have was it I, uh, I swear I've seen heard that recently somebody make that same comparison. Yeah, I did. I feel like I heard it too.
1: I hear it. I, I know I heard it too. I can't remember where, but I know that I heard somebody say that.
0: Yeah. But good for them. This is going to be a great match. Looking forward to it. And then we got a vignette from JC Jane.
2: Yeah, so she's she's with um Gigi, Gigi Dolan, Dolan but yeah. they we didn't mm-hmm. see Gigi Dolan in that. It just her.
1: We saw Gigi last week. I think we saw, her yeah, last was, was by herself, so they're just yeah. doing it like individually, I guess, I to just build momentum.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I going to look at something quickly. Did Gigi and she was uh, dating Darby? Did they break up, or are they still together? I heard they broke up. So, well, it's funny because That's what she said. it's funny because of their names <laughs> of Darby Allen. Gigi Dolan, GG Allen is where Darby right. got Darby Allen from. So that's just light bulb moment on that one. Still maybe so maybe they're both fans.
2: Yeah, I can see that. I can absolutely see
0: that. Is anyone actually a fan of Gigi Allen's music, though? I think the people think the idea, like, oh, that was that dude was real like the Andy Kaufman of punk rock, like he really just lived it and pushed it. I don't think anyone ever just says, I want to listen to some Gigi Allen right now.
2: Yeah, maybe. I've known people who are fans, or yeah, you know, like you said, said that they were and very much supported Gigi Allen.
0: Well, again, the idea, more than the music.
2: Right, exactly. The cult of personality.
0: <laughs> yeah, you have a band like Fear, and people are like, hey, Beef Baloney's a jam. I can go to listen to that, you know, anytime. But I think there's some stuff people just want, you know, it makes them seem cool, you know? Like, they're not really into it. Yeah, they just say no, that. I
2: mean. I'm like just Arcane telling
0: you, 5. 90% of Sonic Youth's record sales are for people that want that album on their shelf, so people think they have taste. Yeah, it-
1: <laughs> that's an excellent thing because you're yes. right
0: <laughs> alejandro villarreal five dollars saying the matches i'm looking forward to are dragon versus Walter and kyle versus adam cole the rest seems good but not compared to the past nxt takeovers i agree
2: Agreed. i'm sure this is going to be a good show the actual show but i'm not as excited about it and you know i really don't think it'll live up to what the other ones
0: have been and it's not the warm-up normally takeover is the foreplay
2: yeah and it's in the same arena as SummerSlam, and it's got this electric feel to it. And there's this feeling like that the main pay-per-view is competing with NXT because it was so good. And this
0: is the complete opposite. Yes. It's, literally, it's like we're having dessert first and salad for yeah. our finishing course. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, so NXT Tag Team Title Match Imperium versus MSK. This looks good.
1: This is a really good match
2: i miss nx i mean uh, msk they haven't really been on tv that much
1: no no they haven't and they should be featured every week they are so freaking good
0: uh my wife let it be known that she had confused in her head uh, she said i thought msk was that korean boy band i was like <laughs> no hon that's bts oh i thought it's from the music yeah. of south korea and i was like that would make sense <laughs>
2: For a second, I thought she got him confused with B2K. And I was Ooh. like, B2K was not Korean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> B2K and BTS need to be like an NKOTB SB. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> oh, my sad. God. <laughs> I'm telling you, they're like printing money. What's up with B2K? Bump, Bump, Bump was a jam. They had the, oh, yeah, the, it was. the best track on yeah. the high school musical soundtrack with their version to Get Your Head in the Game. Oh, there you go. They left a lot
2: of money on the table. I think they, they just had a lot of problems where they broke up, but they broke up way before they should have.
0: I agree. Um, no, this was a really good match. MSK retained. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we had uh, Dragunov uh, come out, um, get into it with Walter. I mean, this was chaotic. They're really building this match. But yeah, Walter and the athleisure, man. Just can't take it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I I thought so they had Dragonoff win earlier in the night and it's like whatever like that was going to really do anything but at least he won and then I think they just did even more damage to him because this poor guy attacked Wal- the baby face attacks Walter from behind gets murked gets back up tries again gets murked again and it's like if you were not familiar with this man which a lot of people were not and you're watching this like this is the guy who's supposed to face Walter like I don't
0: know about this maybe that's why they put him in the athleisure to make him look less intimidating. I'm sorry, Issa, your point.
1: Maybe. No, I was just going to say, I don't understand why anybody with a brain would just attack Walter from behind. Like, it just seems yeah. you just look dumb, like pulling that off. Like, I get it. You want to wrestle him, but be smarter than that. Plan an attack. Have some backup. Like, this is Walter we're talking about here, you yeah. know? But, hey, he's got some guts.
0: Maybe it was one of those things like where he shouted out, like, MSK, you've got my back. And they were like, oh, wh- what? We don't know you.
1: That's a good
3: point.
0: Maybe he thought it was like a days to confuse party situation. Like, these things never go past the first punch. <laughs> it gets broken up. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It'll be a good match. Uh, this was a good tag match, though. Good for MSK. Uh, but Walter, man, he, he's a star. I think with the rest of Imperium, like they did fine. It was fine.
2: Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was it was good. I just very deflating for Dragonov. Then this is all they had to do was just kind of talk up how great of a match they had last time, and then get you excited for it that way. And if you're gonna have Dragonov wrestle, maybe what him win a match or whatnot. But they, I think they overthought this feud.
0: Yeah. Do you think this was one of those where they really thought? Like, they just really overestimated sort of the demand based on the response to that last match that they had like a year and a half ago, where they were just like, this is going to be really big. People are really going to be invested in this.
2: I mean, I don't know if there's any way to know based on how they booked this. They didn't really book this with that story in line or in mind. Um, They did have that exchange between Walter and uh, Dragunov when they were had that kind of back and forth pre-tape that i thought was pretty good oh yeah, yeah. but maybe they did overthink how how much it would be but I, I don't think that's the problem with the feud i think the problem is just that they did not do right by Dragonoff. i think they should have had him look right. like a really strong stellar competitor to walter
0: mm-hmm. king rail five dollars saying with all the bs going around in nxt i think we possibly get a nexus type debut in the future to kind of purge the roster and see who's actually a star um, I mean, who would be in that
2: stable? The breakout guys. Uh, I don't know. There's some potential, maybe. Who, who knows? But
1: it's very I hard figure. to try to put together a stable right now with the state of things and a draft coming up, and we don't know who's going where. You know. I mean, I think it would be fun if booked the right way. But who do you put in the stable is the most important part. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's why it was great when they did the three brand Survivor Series. I think that's my favorite Survivor in Series
1: in recent years. Yeah, yeah, it was
0: Went so NXT good.
1: One too. Yeah, NXT one.
0: Mm-hmm. Man, like I, I think that's the whole thing. I think Vince bought into it. Vince believed it, and that's why Vince is pissed. Yeah, that was at the beginning of the Wednesday
2: Night Wars when they really needed yeah. to put the battery in NXT's back. So they went all out. They had them win on Survivor Series. They would have top stars from WWE show up there. And then slowly but surely, they just kind of pulled away from it.
1: Okay but you guys know that i've shared with you guys how much i love a good conspiracy right yes yes what if nxt was booked that way at survivor series as a thank you for bailing them out because nxt had to do the whole invasion angle that friday night smackdown because mm. everybody was talking saudi arabia remember oh so they had mm. to bring the nxt people and invade smackdown yeah. maybe they booked them to win that way just be- to thank them for it kind of like bailing vince out wow well, wait was- you know, is, being held hostage in Saudi Arabia.
0: Does anyone kept a running tally of times people have cashed in Vince saying, I owe you one, pal? Like of how many people have actually collected on that? Because I feel like Vince probably owes a lot of people for how much we hear. That's his uh, go-to phrase.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you see a lot of these shoot interviews, a lot of people say that, well, Vince said that You know, I he owed me one and still hasn't cashed that check.
1: Yeah. We need to start adding that to our interviews. Like every time anybody gets an interview with a wrestler, yeah. ask, "Has Vince ever told you that he owes you one? And then we can just compare numbers.
0: Yes. <laughs> did we answer this about Becky or Brock at Survivor Series? This might have slipped through. No, we oh, didn't.
2: So I think it's SummerSlam.
0: Oh, SummerSlam. Sorry. I don't
2: expect to see either of them. Yes. Sorry,
0: wrestling enthusiast.
1: You don't think they bring a Becky out to have a stare down with whoever wins whatever branch he's going to title?
0: Oh, maybe. Um,
1: I
2: think that would be more for Raw. No. And I think, okay, if there is going to be a reaction to CM Punk, Brock Lesnar could be that reaction. They could bring out Brock Lesnar for whatever they need him to do. Maybe he um, and faces off of Lashley.
1: That's what I'm saying. You have to bring somebody big. If you're trying to overtake the whole, like, okay, let's forget about CM Punk, you have to bring a Becky or a Brock to SummerSlam and then to Raw, and then people kind of like, You know, to weigh out everybody talking about CM Punk thing.
0: Well, and they were still hyping it tonight with TV commercials, but have we heard anything about what's going on with uh, Bianca and Sasha?
2: No, I mean, they've still missed uh, quite a few shows, and I I don't know if it's a guarantee that they're going to be at SummerSlam. So
1: uh, they advertised it throughout Raw last night. They played that video package for the match at least twice. Uh, they advertise a lot so, of things that <laughs> they go Yeah, I know, I know. Listen, I'm just saying, um they advert they advertised it, but we don't know why they were pulled off, you know, from the live show. So I don't know. Right. If they're not gonna have that match, they need to announce it though, like for real. Like that's one of the matches people are the most excited about. Don't do the last minute, oh this match is not gonna happen. Just like give us give us the give us the pain now. You know, let us deal with it.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're, <laughs> if five,
1: they- we're four days away?
0: Mm-hmm. If I'm just going to say this. If one of the talents is having an issue, I could see Becky showing up Friday night on SmackDown. If the other talent can compete. Sure. I could see Becky showing up Friday. I, that's a good point. That's a great point. To where they just kind of accelerate that. Because that would get... I mean, and, that, and they're stepping on AEW's dick a little bit with that and the CM Punk. Thing. I see. <laughs> right on the dick. Right on it. <laughs> oh, that's actually a good point. You see...
2: The the, the word on the street is about the reaction to CM Punk. Why don't they just get ahead of it? Where the last thing you see on SmackDown is some... That's when you bring back Brock Lesnar is on SmackDown, right before CM Punk is supposed to be out there to kind of rain on the parade. I like that, Glenn. Yeah.
1: I'm the biggest Brock Lesnar mark in the world. And I will still say that it doesn't compare just because Brock has been... Present, you know, maybe not since like last SummerSlam, but I mean, WrestleMania two years ago. But he doesn't feel like a big return. Same with, I mean, I don't know, I don't know. I, I would do it at SummerSlam,
0: yeah. But more people just hear me out on this Peacock. You can watch it with a subscription. Friday is going to pop. If they do that Friday on SmackDown, that will pop a bigger number Saturday rather than Saturday. People look at social media. It's like, what? Brock's back? Becky's back? Like, you do that Friday, and then you change the conversation going into SummerSlam weekend. Mark my words. If it happens, that's when they do it. Wow.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. I like it.
0: a petty person. Oh, Yeah.
1: Yeah
2: i love it i i, I love if they did something crazy on friday to try to distract i don't think there's any distracting i would, from, I would you know, laugh Punk, so
1: but. hard i cannot wait to talk about it then yeah, <laughs> yeah that'd be great <laughs> and the final
0: segment tonight um oh we did have a vignette from pete dunn and Ridge holland i mean oh, uh, do any of you any either of you have any Excitement for this. This was just like oh. too much, too much tonight. So it's yeah. too much.
1: Too much filler. It felt very, we're just winging it.
0: Yeah. But Samoa and carrying Cross face off. Finally. Tonight. Uh, and getting into it, breaking the barricade. That was cool.
1: Yeah, I like that. Yeah.
0: Me too.
2: Yeah. That's what kind of reminded me of that Brock, Brock Lesnar and Goldberg matches that they're just in, like a rampage that's type, fun. you know, the borrow a phrase, the tearing everything down.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's, it's going to, I just want to see Joe wrestle again. I think it's so amazing that we're going to get to see him wrestle, especially because he never really opened up about what was wrong with him or what was going on, what took so long to get him clear. So just the fact that we're in the dark about that, knowing that he's coming back, is awesome. Um, I can't wait to see him wrestle. And he looked mad, mad tonight. I, I miss that Samoa Joe, you know?
0: <laughs> good. I could see him winning on Sunday. Yeah, sun- I hope he wins.
1: Monday. I'm rooting for him.
0: Yeah.
2: I could definitely see it, especially if Karen Cross is going to be on Raw every week. I mean, if he's going to be on Raw every week, he probably shouldn't be NXT champion. And then also, if they're going to be beating him here and there intermittently, he definitely shouldn't be NXT champion to, to kind of go over there and be the champion who loses there. It really hurts the brand. So if you have Samoa Joe sitting there as NXT champion, especially because Samoa Joe has these feuds set up, whether it's uh, you know Adam Cole if he decides to stick around and Pete Dunne and all this. Uh, yeah, it, it looks like Samoa Joe should be the favorite in this match, which is crazy to say.
1: It's, it's sad because a couple of, maybe a month or two ago, I would have told you that Karrion Cross should have defeated Samoa Joe and gone on to the main roster undefeated and booking like a monster. Like, I Who's know one? that we try to say one loss is not going to hurt anyone, but that really, what they did to Karrion Cross in the main roster really, really completely killed this, yeah. this match at TakeOver for me.
0: Well, and if Samoa Joe wins, I mean... Samoa Joe versus Pete Dunn, Samoa Joe versus Adam Cole. Like yeah. I could see Adam Cole wanting to do that before he leaves NXT.
2: That's the most interesting part of this Adam Cole match is it has shades of Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels in 97 where it's like, okay, so Bret's going to leave, but is he going to lose? What's going to happen? Like, how are they going to play this Adam Cole thing? Like this, I think is going to tell us a lot or at least a little bit about what decision that he's made. So, cause if he loses, I mean, that might indicate that uh, they haven't so much signed him yet or they don't know what he's doing still. But if he wins, that would be very interesting if he won, I think. What does Kyle O'Reilly do after this? Um, I think the winner has to challenge. Grow up pair. The champion and then lose in like five minutes. You said grow up pair? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> The
3: disrespect on Adam
2: Cole and uh, Kyle O'Reilly. No, I get it. I think I think whoever wins this loses to either Samoa Joe or Karrion Cross in the next takeover.
1: I, Kyle O'Reilly lost me the second that he says, "For the first fall, I pick a regular wrestling yeah. match." I was like,
3: "Please." <laughs> yeah, they didn't do him any favors in No. <laughs>
1: So excited for TakeOver, you guys.
0: (laughs) Could you imagine that? That's like, you know, like, gonna take take you out anywhere you want to eat for your birthday, anywhere you want to go to dinner, anywhere. And they're just like,
1: whatever you want.
0: It's like, why don't we just stay home and have a nice, nice quiet meal? Nice quiet meal.
1: (laughs) Uh, That would be even worse if you say, like, McDonald's.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh man but these promo okay this was good this was a good face off at the end yeah want to see Joe win I'm over carrying Cross.
3: I,
2: I mean, and, and Scarlett's yeah.
1: not coming out with him even in a casino yeah Xeno.
0: yeah they were chanting we want Scarlett
2: and uh mm-hmm. I don't know what's happening with Scarlett the mystique
0: so. is gone we should never Way have seen gone. him in a t-shirt yeah that's part like of it too just a
2: normal guy tonight you just had that t-shirt and, and they've been doing this with him they just that's
0: methodically the systematically killed this character I, I, like I get people wearing their own merch, but there are some wrestlers that should not be seen in a t shirt. Right. Walter is one of them. Karen Cross is another.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree. He should have just been in his gear the whole time and they had something with this guy. Or
0: suit. He looks great in a suit. He looks fine in a suit. You know?
2: But no, even in the suit, I don't want him looking like a human. I want him looking like a guy who's just some gladiator. Some almost that's the thing about Scarlett being with him is that's his handler. He's almost like feral, where it's like you don't trust this guy. He's on a leash. He's
0: oiled up. <laughs> Come he's got like a bone in his mouth. He's got a you know? dog bone yeah. that he
2: carries around. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man.
0: But not a t shirt. No.
1: No, but you're right. Presentation is everything. And and I don't know. I think he has a personality issue. Like, Yeah. Like, I don't know if he's a warrior, a badass, a t-shirt guy, an MMA guy. I don't know. He's a little bit of everything. Yeah.
0: King Real, $5 saying, if WWE wants the light, you have Cena about to win. Big E cashes in. Then Cena kicks the crap out of Big E. Cena goes heel, puts over Big E big time.
2: Good luck with that.
1: That's not gonna happen. Not big E's that. gonna cash in on the Goldberg Lashley match add himself onto the match make it a triple threat and he's gonna pin Goldberg that way you protect Bobby Lashley and Biggie walks out champion
2: really huh yeah that'd be interesting you don't
1: think he's cashing in on Roman huh you don't think he's cashing in on Roman he's not stupid (laughs) I don't know I think he's doing it He doesn't even have his briefcase. Baron Corbin is Mister Money in the Bank, as far Ah, as we
2: know. That makes me nervous. I just the sooner Biggie can, I know. If they go two, three weeks with Baron Corbin in that briefcase, I will not be convinced that he's giving it back. I'm a little bit
1: nervous. I I know, me too. As soon as he took it on Friday, I was like, please don't do this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It is bad. It is bad. So Sunday night, NXT Takeover 36. The three of us will be here. You two will be in Vegas, most likely. Yeah. Very I'm excited. Exciting. At SummerSlam.
1: Yeah, at SummerSlam too. That'll be a fun show. We are not responsible. Warning. We are not responsible for the words that come out of our mouth on the next two podcasts. <laughs> we might be intoxicated.
0: <laughs> uh, so Friday night, it's back down. Saturday night, SummerSlam coverage. So, But you guys are going to be at SummerSlam. Yeah. So I'm yeah. gonna be doing this with Raj and somebody else. I think it's Was Chuck. It? Yeah, I haven't seen either of them in a while. So that'll be exciting. Uh tomorrow night, AEW dynamite coverage here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. But yeah, Friday. Big night in wrestling.
1: Yeah.
3: Lesnar
0: coming it, could back. Be,
1: it could be the best night or the worst night. We could yeah. see the biggest riot in Chicago history. This uh, yeah. is I'm scared. I mean, I'm scared.
0: Like you have to admit in some weird way, like Kind of curious to see how that goes.
1: Like, in a weird way, I don't want him to debut just to see how that goes.
0: Yeah, like I just kind of want to see how that
2: works. (laughs) That was, oh my goodness, like. The footage, because then they, if they went off the air, I would just go on Twitter to get like the surveillance footage of Chicago burning to the well, ground. or somebody
1: has to be live. Like, I would have been searching for the live somewhere. Like, no, there will be but-
2: national news coverage. Yeah, I like, will oh, be like, don't fear not. If AEW goes off the air without seeing Punk, then tune in your local news because they will be covering this on national television of Chicago having a wide scale riot in the United States.
0: It'll be like the end of Woodstock '99 and Guns and Roses oh in my Canada. God. Yes. Yeah. Combined. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Combined. Exactly. Now, do you guys think that he has to open the show? Because is the crowd even gonna No? No, you're gonna have the crowd chancy and funk until he finally comes out.
2: I think you milk that to the end and then you have the final segment with Darby Allen coming out to see who's the best in the world or whatnot. I think that's a great way to go off the air. Luckily it's an hour
1: show. So it's not a long wait for anybody. Yeah.
2: And if he comes out first, then it's like CM Punk's trending the whole show. Everybody's spending the whole night talking about CM Punk and they're not necessarily paying attention. I don't think in terms of the people on Twitter. And I think it's better to build to a situation like that.
1: You rented the arena for him giving the whole hour. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah.
0: (laughs) There you go. So, uh, Alfred is at, this is nasty. Isa is at NYC Dima Diva. That's Diva with a one instead of an I. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. Give us all a follow on Twitter, subscribe on YouTube, leave a rating on iTunes, bring a sign to Friday night, AEW or SummerSlam or takeover. I just want one wrestling Inc. Sign. Doesn't even have to be with me. I did suggest a sign, just something that says stay on topic, Glenn, but, you could yeah. be about any of us.
2: That'd be great.
0: You could say no, like Raj Geary, Super Chat money. You know, I sp- Raj, I spent my Super Chat money on this ticket. There you go. There
2: you go. Right? Yeah, these are good suggestions.
0: Make it happen, folks. Don't disappoint. Glenn. What's that? Vince fears Glenn. There you go. <laughs> I uh, when I moved to Vegas, I have got so much random wrestling crap. I've got all these WWE Slam crates. With oh, stuff nice. that I just set aside. I've got wrestling tees that I'm never going to wear. I'm going to start doing some giveaways once I'm in Vegas. Yeah, I'll take
2: it. What kind of tees do you have? Hey. I mean, like, I got a social
0: outcast tee.
2: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, wow. just like,
0: just random stuff that I've picked up. And that, like, some of it I want, but a lot of it, I'm just never going I'd to. Rather, I'd rather give it to a deserving home. Sure. Someone that's going to enjoy it. So we'll start doing some, some contests once I'm in Vegas. So basically, I'll basically start mailing out my crap to people. You know? <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> And just here you go, you know. Enjoy, enjoy this uh, King of Bad News tea that I have. <laughs> enjoy this perfection tea that I have. Enjoy, uh, yeah. I got, I got a lot of stuff, a lot of wrestling stuff. Okay, uh, I've got, I've got a, a New Day foam finger that's with the unicorn. Oh, I'll take that. Give me that. <laughs> okay. Oh, I will set that aside. I have a for horn.
1: You. I have the unicorn horn in here somewhere. I nice. used to have one,
2: but I lost it. I don't know what happened to it. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes, uh, Gareth Plowman, can someone please have a sign that says NWO Raj?
2: <laughs> yes. This do, is what I have the new a new sign day. on TV, I'm telling you. Oh, that's awesome.
0: Oh, wow. Slam Crate wasn't messing around. Did they even make Slam Crate? That was, that was a great sponsor. They're still making them. Are they still making them?
1: No. What is in them?
0: Oh. The best thing I got from it is a replica. It's not a replica WWE belt, it's a fanny pack that looks like a WWE Championship belt. But I like it because. Yeah flat it's like a flat fanny pack oh that's awesome yeah it's very good for traveling very convenient to have but then people look at, like i'd wear it inside out because i don't want someone to look at me like like <laughs> this dude is wearing a wwe champion like a fanny pack that looks like a wwe <laughs> champion like, like i don't want to be that guy
2: <laughs> if you wear a fanny pack you might as well just go all the way and show them true. the WWE yeah champion just
1: competitor. commit just
0: commit yeah. they're very convenient get that in some cargo shorts I uh, own a lot of Scotty vest jackets and shirts with all the hidden pockets and everything, so when I travel, like I don't need luggage. I can just put everything in my clothing., oh. Yeah, it's good times.
1: Do pretty- you ever get stopped? People thinking you're smuggling something?:
0: No, but that would be fun. Yeah, be- <laughs> uh, okay, everyone, have a good rest of your evening. We'll catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc podcast. Take care.: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early